Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book Two, Chapter Three Fabrook's Fate. Colonel Fabrook rushes to your previous location, sword in hand, and takes a swipe right through the brush, chopping it in half, and just he looks around and he calls out, alerting some of the other guards who are, well, the ones nearest to him are not waking up. <laughs> For a very good reason. They cannot. <laughs> but there are probably some farther off who have heard his call and are rushing to arms. And you can hear that commotion. Darvin, you and the rest of the Tarnished Hand can also hear that commotion. You know that it will not just be Vale and the Colonel that you will be meeting on the field of battle. That's good to know. Uh, Vale, what would you like to do? I uh, get advantage on this one because I'm attacking from stealth. Yes, you do. Sweet. Then I'm going to crossbow bolt him again. Oh, crap on a cracker. It's not a double crack, though. No, it's not. No. You don't need to break the <laughs> That's a 15 again. Colonel Fabric knows somebody is out there. He's hunched low to the ground, and at every tiny little sound, he's quickly ducking and putting the blade in front of his face. And just at the last moment, the bolt comes flying and... He misses. Cat and mouse game going, and I'm going to use my bonus action to hide in the location again. Okay. Uh, it's a 19. Alright. He's heading towards your general direction again, and once more slices through the brush to find nobody there. He's getting perturbed. <laughs> and he calls out again for his allies, thinking, Somebody should have been here by now. Somebody's attacking! Get here now! And... You can hear the sound of pop, 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 getting closer. It's at this point, Darvin, that Kashmiral stops. Says, I can see him up there. What do we do? I guess we can just go for it. <laughs> Charge! Really great no, leader in Darvin. I guess we could just go for it. <laughs> well, I'm like torn between stealthing and just going for it. And I also kind of want them to handle it for me so I don't have to break my word, but... And I realize it's going to be more than us and him, and I don't care breaking my word to the other people. All right, I guess at this point, Vale's in it. Let's just go. Okay. And Vale, you see a large group of the Tarnished Hand Guards burst onto the scene. They cannot all make it to Colonel Faybrook, just because bodies would be in the way. But Cash uh, Moral is not one for holding back. He's going to rush in and make his presence known. He's going to swing hard with that hammer and catch the colonel in the side. Colonel Faybrook slides a good ten feet after getting hit with this hammer, and there's a visible dent in the side of his breastplate where Kazmarol hit him. There are now a large group of allies out there with him. Uh, Vale, what do you do? Vale's going to try and help their allies. Correct me if I'm wrong. According to my notes, I still have a load of poison. In my dagger. You certainly do. That poison you crafted is still in your dagger. I'm going to go ahead and use that on him right now. So you're rushing into the fray. Yep. Awesome. With uh, advantage because I'm coming from stealth, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. So one and a two. (laughs) 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 See, 
The problem is, you are so stealthy. Even Kajmaral didn't know you were there. And on his backswing, you see this huge head of a hammer coming, swinging by, and you have to duck at the last second to not get hit by the backswing of it. And just slide into position next to him and Colonel Faybrook. Blade out. Oh! Sup? <laughs> Anything else? I'm gonna use the disengage action. <laughs> um, that counts as trying to use that poison. It's still in your blade. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's not so, used until you make a strike okay. with it. So then I am going to use disengage action and run back for the tree line. Since it's just him, now he knows I'm here at least. Uh, yes. But he's got cash to deal with. Alright, Darvin. You just watched this CF happen. Yeah. What do you do? For now, I'm going to take a defensive posture. Or whatever that is. Okay. You take the dodge action. That's it. Can't you do an attack and then use a key point to t- take that action? Yes, but I'm kind of waiting for other people to show up. You can hear Colonel Faybrook's reinforcements coming. They will be upon you any moment now. So I wouldn't wait. If you're concerned about taking damage... Do your attack and then key up to dodge. No. There's no point in wasting an attack. Darwin doesn't like attacking Colonel Fabric after the Darwin's exchange. Darwin's become a coward. <laughs> Darwin made a promise, no. and I'm not gonna. Darwin is having an ethical crisis. So tell me, Darwin, what do you do? How about this? Can I ready an action so that when one of his, you know, when his guys show up, I attack one of them? What do you want to attack them with? Um, sword. Okay. The first one of Colonel Faybrook's soldiers who get within range of you, you will attack them. Question. Recognized? I would need a bonus action to turn the acid back on. Yes. Does that mean I can't do that? You can take your bonus action first and ready your action. Okay, I'll do that then. Okay. You place one hand on the runes on your blade and speak the draconic word, and it just gets this nice light sheen. Of the acid from Vizcara. Nice. And it's at this point that all of Colonel Faybrook's reinforcements show up. There's half a dozen guards, among them Venerous Brightblade, whom. <laughs> whom, when I walk out of the shadows, is gonna see his wife attacking his commander. You're still Lilia? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> nice. Darvin, you recognize him because Vale has been this man before. It doesn't throw you off or anything. You knew that it was Vale the last time you saw them, and you can be fairly certain this is not Vale now, since this person is trying to attack you. Okay. But you definitely recognize them. And these guards all come out and start engaging with the members of the Tarnished Hand that are helping support you. Let's see how that goes. And they're trading some good blows. It's not enough for either side to lose any forces at this point, but you can see... Swords making contact, spears getting butted into people's knees, fists just going right into faces. And it's a general melee out there. Alright. Meanwhile, Ernest is dreaming about playing again with his best friend from Honey Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awkward dream. Meanwhile, Arnis is dreaming of a voice they've only heard come from this mystical lute. It is a haunting song, and it actually seems like the voice is pulling itself together to form coherent words. Oh, no. But, Darvin, you see the members of your tarnished hand rush to meet these guards in combat. They were a little less prepared, but they are managing to keep them at bay. Nobody's fallen yet. Vale, what do you do? Gonna attempt to get him with the poison again. All right. I have the uh, advantage here. No, because you... I'm not rolling with that dice. You will have, uh, was it sneak attack because Cash is right there. Yep. It's 15 again. And you hear the sound of your dagger scrape along the metal of his plate. And I'm going to attempt to stab him again with my offhand dagger. Okay. Because I want to fucking hit this guy. That's right. Find a gap in that armor. It's there. No, it's not. That's a four on the board. Um, you just hear ting, ting. He's largely ignoring you at the moment. He knows you're there and he's turning his body so you're hitting his plate, but he's not too concerned at the moment. Since he's got Cash right next to him and he's not surrounded by his own allies yet, I'm going to disengage back into the tree line. Because I'm... Oh, wussy. Oh, no, that's not going to go well at all. Oh, I'm sorry. That, I, I don't know why I'm rolling. Yeah, no, I just... I wanted to 
stop you before you disengage, if you made your attack and a bonus action attack, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't how would you yeah, disengage? Never mind. Never mind. You're you right. can leave. You're right, no. It would no, provoke. No, I'm good. I'll stay. Darvin, what do you do? I'm going to attack a, you know, join my Tarnished Hand members okay. in the fight. They're fighting with the guards. Okay, you're attacking a guard, not yes. Colonel Faybrook himself. All right, Correct. go ahead and attack. Correct. This is the distinction that Darvin has made in his brain to make it okay. You shook hands with Colonel Faybrook, not any of these other guards here. And to be fair, God did tell me that I, it was fine. But even so, I am so honorable. <laughs> wow. I'm That's so honorable. serious truth bending there. <laughs> okay, so I'm rolling, yes? Yeah, yeah, roll. Guard. Hold, hold your Ooh, I crit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hits. Don't forget your die for the poison damage. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Ten on the initial. Okay. That's the two dice plus the... And the acid damage? And the acid damage is... 1d4. 2d4, since you crit. Oh, that doubles. You double too. all your damage dice. Nice. Five damage. So, 15? Yes, total 15. And you cut into this guard, and he falls down to a knee... Screaming in pain from where you cut him as his skin starts to bubble up from the contact of your sword. Nice. Anything? I mean, how many more attacks do you want to do? You've oh, got yeah. so many of them. I forgot. I guess I'll attack the same dude. Oh, yeah, he's still alive. 13. That is not enough. Okay. Then with my bonus action, I will punch. That's not going to hit either. That is a 10. Okay. Then that is my turn. After you cut him good across the leg, and it's sizzling up, as he picks himself back up, you swing right where his head was, and then as you punch, he takes a step back real quick, and your fist stops a few inches in front of his face. And he brings himself back forward, ready to attack. It's the colonel's turn. He's going to focus on Kashmiral, who's in front of him, and has hit him, as opposed to Vale. <sighs> vale, you still look like Lilia, don't mm-hmm. you? <laughs> Jeez. We will come to that when it's the guard's turn right after this. So, Colonel Faybrook is going to attack Kashmiral with three quick strikes. One of those is definitely going to hit. The other two, Cash is able to bump his elbows out to keep the sword from getting in too close. But the third strike hits him across the chest. Oh no, sorry, he wears plate mail. But one of those attacks hits him in the joint at the shoulder and kind of slides in between the pieces of armor. And he yets, lets out a howl. And then it's time for the guards to act. One of them sees his wife there. Uh, he needs to make a saving throw now, because his wife is on the battlefield. No, no, I take that back. Because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. There's no way he can justify in his mind his wife being present. <laughs> the only way would be as if he did not see you. And he totally saw you. So he pauses and just says, Lilia? What? <laughs> Who's with Bernard? <laughs> What's going on? I feel really bad that this is going to be the last thing this guy thinks of before he gets murdered. But not so much, actually. And he takes a few steps that. back, and he's just staring at you, Vale, <laughs> expecting an answer. The hell? You shouldn't be out here. How did you even know I was here? Go home! Does Vale do anything? No, Vale's locked in combat with the captain. I'm not even sure Vale recognizes that she's being talked to, that they're being talked to right now. <sighs> that guy is confused. Okay. I will put a question mark next to him. <laughs> he does not know what the hell's going on. But the other members of the guard will continue to try to advance against the tarnished hand. And do very poorly. Uh, in fact, in his confusion, one of the tarnished hands just punches him right in the head. Right in the temple, and he just stumbles, and he's on his hands and knees now, pretty much out of the fight. Lilia, bad Lilia, threw him off his game. (laughs) And one of the other guards takes a big cut along his waist, is holding himself now with one arm, and trying to use his spear with the other very ineffectively. The tarnished hand... I have a question for Darwin. Sure. You brought these tarnished hand guards out here. Did you tell them to hold back at all? Oh, no. They can do whatever they want. They just happen to be here. They kill two of these guards. 
There's a throat slit. That dude who's on the ground, his head gets chopped right off. It just goes rolling off into the distance. The last thing he ever saw was his wife fighting his colonel. As a player, I feel bad, but Vale doesn't feel bad. Uh, Vale, what do you do? so lucky that RNS is 90% of dead right now. Vale continues to fight the captain first. Okay, you're right next to him. With this poisoned blade. Finally, there's a crit. Roll that damage. 24. Ow. Very, very low. That was good. You had your poison in there? Mm-hmm. So you okay. Make a con save. It's a DT, DC 10 con save. Is that what you wrote on there? Uh, that's for the basic poison. Okay. I couldn't remember which poison you had, so I just wanted to make sure we were getting the effect you, right. No, you had said it was a basic poison. Right. So I it's the poison effect, not poison yeah. damage. So I assumed when you said it was a basic poison, I was, in, I was hitting him with a basic yeah. poison, oh, which yeah, requires yeah. him to make a con save, and then if it hits, he's applied with the poison status. All right, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I didn't say it did something special, because it's your item. I don't remember everything. <laughs> okay, he makes a con save. Probably going to make it, because it's a really low con save. <laughs> was it a 10? Yeah. Well, he fails, but he's going to use one of his special abilities to roll again. <laughs> He's been poisoned before. He's trying to steal himself against this poison. Nope! Fails even harder. He fails even harder. <laughs> He's going to take three poison damage, and now he is poisoned for the next minute. Okay. Until he's healed for it. Oh, I could heal him with that, but he almost killed me, so I won't do it. <laughs> You're also unconscious. But he didn't kill you. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability, just what I thought it was. That's fine. Darvin. What'd you like See, to do? I'm going to attack, I think, the same dude as last time. Oh, that guy's dead. Oh, then another dude. All right, you move your way on to the next guard. Any, yeah, any guard. 24. Yeah, it's going to hit. Eight damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, and that's with the sword, so that's going to do oh, acid yeah. damage, too. One acid damage. And then second sword attack. 25. Mm-hmm. I'll just roll this together this yeah, time. Yeah, please roll. Sorry. Six and two acid, so eight total. All right, he's still up. And then a punch. Eighteen. That's going to hit. Seven damage. Do you want to kill this guy? Mm, yeah, why not? So Darvin rushes in with his sword, two quick slashes, whoosh, whoosh, across his back, and then a final punch to the back of his head, and this dude collapses in a heap on the ground. S- now I get temps. Now you get temps. Which is wisdom plus monk level. Yes, seven. The guards are having a tough time here. They're trying to push back the tarnished hand forces, uh, and they're able to take one of them out, but they are outnumbered now. The tarnished hand push back. There's a loud clang of metal on metal as these forces are just fighting. Um, oh, shit. Colonel needs to go. Not that it would change what he would have done, because Vale just stabbed him. And yeah. he can feel this poison coursing through him. And he knows he's lost a step. And to leave you standing is probably a bad idea. Even though he has disadvantage, he's going to turn and swing his sword at you. That's a two on the die. Your AC is... 16? I'm guessing, yeah. No, his first attack misses. The poison knew in his body he's just... Uh, he's not moving as fast as he's used to. And his sword feels heavy. And it can't get it high enough to make a good swing at you. But he's going to try again. And crit fail. Yeah. And the blade just drags along the ground. And he raises it a few inches before back there. And he starts chewing himself out. I know what I'm doing. I've served on the front line before. I can fight through this. You better thank your stars for this disadvantage. Uh... (laughs) Does a 15 hit. Nope. He seems to square himself up, and he makes a real strong swing at you, and it just grazes by the front of your shirt, but doesn't make contact. What would you like to do, Vale? The Vale's going to attack him. 22. Yeah, that'll hit. 15. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to attack with the other dagger. See what happens. Okay. It's a 13. Yeah, that's not going to be enough. He takes a step back, easily dodging your blade. Uh, Darvin. Yes, sir. What would you like to do? You've been working your way through these guards. Yeah, keep up with that game plan. Okay. It's working well for me. Go for it. 
20. It's going to hit. Nice. Yeah, 10 total. You cut this guy across the side, and he winces in pain, but he's not down. Second attack. 22. Yeah. 11 total. Do you want to kill this guy, too? Yeah. And there's another guard dead. I don't, Darwin doesn't love killing, but he's aware of the fact that if we leave a whole bunch of them unconscious, then we'll have a whole bunch of people that we'll probably have to summarily mm-hmm. execute later. There are two of Colonel Faybrook's guards left. Oh. There are still five of your tarnished hand. Ah. It is the colonel's turn, getting him back in his proper spot in the in the initiative order. Vale is still right there, so he's going to continue to go after Vale. And miss for the first attack. Second attack. There we go. I don't have to ask about cutting words, thankfully. <laughs> he's finally able to get himself moving how he's used to. He brings his sword down. And you take 11 slashing damage. Mm, gonna go ahead and have that. That's right, you and your... S- he's got another attack. So, there. <laughs> so you take five. Rogy goodness. And he sees you sliding out of the way, tells himself, Oh, this could be a problem. Turns his focus on you even more so. Not going to be able to hit with that disadvantage, though. Yay! And he calls out to the two remaining guards, says, That one there. Her. I know she doesn't look like a threat, but we've got to stop her. He doesn't know exactly who you are, but he can certainly see that you are probably one of the bigger threats on the field now. And he's going to do something else special that he has. And you see his resolve just harden. Colonel Faybrook's guards are going to pull away from their tarnished hand members, who one of the guards takes a good smack from a tarnished hand member as he pulls away. But the two of them descend upon Vale. Alright, go for it. Uh, One of them crits. Uh, The other one rolls a 15. So misses. But you get hit with the spear, and you're going to take seven piercing damage. So now you've got the colonel and these two guards there. The Tarnished Hand are going to try to push back on these two guards. Only moderate success. Kashmiral is going to take a quick look around, see Colonel Faybrook is probably still the biggest dog here, and take a good hard swing at him. <sighs> Not going to hit. He's making a lot of noise, though. And Vale, what would you like to do? I'm going to switch to the reindeer that I've been not using and should have been using just to do a little more damage. So let's start with that. This is 17 to die. It's going to hit. 24, yeah. Oh, that's much better. 25. Okay. And you're able to jab your rapier in between the seams on Colonel Faybrook's armor, and you feel it hit square into his flesh. And I go follow up with my dagger. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to miss. Okay. I continue to be almost dead. Arnus remains passed out on the ground, oblivious to the fight going on around him. Uh, Darvin, what would you like to do? Can I attack another guard? Go for it. 26. Yes. 12 damage. They're still up. Second attack, 20. Yeah. Also 12 damage. (sighs) Do you want to kill another guard? Nah, this one off. Why is it? Why is this one different? Is not, but but we may need information, and I'm assuming the colonel's not going to be alive. So it's an apt assumption. Oh. It's incredibly forward-thinking of you. Thanks. <laughs> Unconscious. Good job, buddy. Or at least Arnis would say so if he weren't going to be awake for any of us. Okay, one of these guards left. I'm oh, sorry, Darwin. You still have more attacks if you want to take them. Got it. So I still have my bonus action. Yes. Alright, so here's my bonus action. A bonus punch, the one other guard. Okay. 15. Finally a miss. Okay, then that's it. Your restraint left you just a hair out of step as you made sure this dude didn't die. The colonel will continue to go after Vale. Nope, nope, nope. It's a crit fail on one. Just can't find the room to swing his sword. Brings it around for another swipe. It's just a little low. Vale's able to back out of the way, dodge this blade. Crit fail again. And as he fails to hit Vale, he swings his sword in a high arc, and it causes him to spin slightly. And he gets a good look at the battlefield for the first time in a little bit. 
and he sees a number of his fellow men and fighting women have fallen. And he's not pleased. This isn't the fight he wanted to have. It's not about killing people out here in the woods. So Darwin and Vale, you can see him pause, and he will tell the last remaining guard member to run. Get out. Save yourself all you can. This isn't where we're supposed to die. And then he turns to the two of you. Please, I'll give you your friend back. Just leave my soldiers alone. Tarvin just looks at Vale. I press the attack. Okay. I have a feeling Vale was going to do that, but this is definitely something he is supposed to do. Especially if all of his men are gone. He's supposed to try to save the lives of those fighting underneath him, and he sees that he is not doing that right now. So he's trying to he's trying to spare whomever he can. He will look at Darvin, because you guys shook on this. I thought you were a man of honor. Show me. Show me that wasn't all a lie. If you let the rest of my men out here live, I'll go with you. You still have men here? Yeah, well, yeah, there's other soldiers out here. Oh. Farther out. Got it, got it. Not able to join in on this fight. There were a lot of city guard. It was more than a dozen. You have not killed that many tonight. Right, right, got it. Got but it. they were spread out out here in the hills because they didn't want to draw attention to themselves. What does he mean, let them go? I mean, what does he mean, come with me? As your prisoner. Come with us. Oh. oh. He's willing to offer more than Aaron is now. He's offering uh, himself, if it will save everybody else. I think we should take that. Um, I have a plan that involves something that's much more malleable than that, so I'm not going to take I mean, that plan. You can lock him away if you want. You can do whatever you want. This is the offer he's giving. He's speaking directly to you. Well, yeah, he's looking at Darwin when he says this, because he recognizes you. He... <laughs> Does he recognize Lilia, the wife of one of his soldiers? No. Venerous Brightblade came on to the city guard after Colonel Fabric has had retired. And as much as he likes to know the people working under him and the families of those people, he is not able to do that for everybody who was hired on after he retired. So he does not recognize Lilia. He's definitely just addressing Darwin at this point. Okay, so Darwin is going to say, I am a man of my word. I have not engaged the person whose hand I should. That is semantics at this point. And those terms are good with me, but I have a feeling it's not my call right now. Okay. His last remaining soldier with him has run off. They're gone. The tarnished hand who remain are looking at you and Vale right now, asking what they should do. Because while you've told them not to hold back, you didn't mention anything about, like, negotiations. They're not sure. Because you seem hesitant. You didn't make a firm stand one way or the other. Right. And they're just now looking at the two of you, waiting for one of you to give them indication. I still say we take his offer. Is Vale giving a counter order? Right now, all Vale says is, knock him out. Okay, and... Taj is going to try to make good on that order. He hits Colonel Faybrook really hard in the back, driving him down to his knees but not quite out. But he looks weak. The poison is taking hold in him, and just sweat is pouring down his face. And he holds a hand up in a pleading motion from his knees. Vale, what would you like to do? I'm going to ask our tarnished hand members to go up the path and uh, make sure that no one comes back to us, leaving Darwin and myself. They can take Arnis with them, and Arnis is here. I want the three of us left in the, at the campsite alone. Who's the three of us? Darvin, myself, and the Colonel. Okay. They're perfectly willing to do that. Cashmoral and Munslow, both still alive and good fighting spirits, are here to aid you and Aranis, and they actually have a moment now to lend that aid, if you are willing to take it. Much like Ingrid is helping out Darvin right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Do you want Munslow or Cash? Uh, Cash, I trust him more. Recognize He reaches out a hand to you take his hand, and that slight glow that's on his chest shoots out from him and connects with you, and you feel a connection with Kaj. And Maral. He has two heads. <laughs> so this is really weird. It's a weird trio of thought and feeling at this point. 
And at this point, you definitely know that he goes by Cash Moral because one of the heads prefers to be called Cash and one of the heads prefers to be called Moral. Um, <laughs> both of them are equally having a grand time here tonight because they got to be in a cool little fight. They didn't lose anybody. You know, so they got to see some dude run away scared. This is what they grew up doing. And they can certainly feel your thoughts. What are your thoughts right now? My thoughts right now are I need to get healed and I need to get them up the path. Well, you certainly feel a vitality coming through from Kashmiral that you didn't feel before. Unless we get into more combat, that's not going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. But leaving just Munslow. Oh, am I, am I supposed to go to that one? Arnis, the bard. Is that what I'm here for? Right? Darvin? Yes. <laughs> yes. Please tell him yes. Jet. Yes. Go. Okay. He walks over to Arnis and grabs Arnis by the hand. Arnis. You wake up as Munslow grabs you by the hand. And as your eyes shoot open, you see him kind of... Oh, like, drain a little bit. But your heads connect. What's going through your brain right now? Where the hell am I? Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> what the hell happened? <laughs> and coming from him, you can definitely get a sense of exhaustion and confusion... But he answers your words. I'm here to help you out. Don't worry. Don't worry about it, Arnest. Get up. You'll be fine. Your friends are here. Okay. <laughs> so it's six of you now. And Colonel Faybrook, who's looking terrible. Now that that's done, and Arnest is back alive, I ask that those of us that are not members of this party head back up and guard the pass and make sure that none of the guards come back down. Or none of his men come to uh, rejoin this battle. So you're going to send away Cash, Munslow, and Ingrid. Uh-huh. Everybody cool with that? Sure. I feel a look, and then I look at Colonel Faybrook, and then I go, yeah, guys, go. As they walk off, you can still hear each of your connected, tarnished hand members in your head, a little confused about why the fighting stopped, and definitely very curious about what's going on back there. And you can definitely be assured they've got some insight into whatever it is you're thinking and doing <laughs> right now. I have a feeling it's not going to happen. I don't like that idea of them knowing what I'm about to do right now. Well, they work for you. You can do whatever you want afterwards. It's too much of a liability. Damn it. I had a really good plan. Still a good plan. How much do you trust Cash? It's not Cash I'm worried about. It's these other two nobodies. They're not in your head. Yeah, only Cash is in your head. Yes, but if I... Okay, fine, yeah. I send the two of you away. No, you don't need us, do you? Nope. Yeah. Cool. We'll be down Let's the road. Let's go back road to the bridge. I grab all my down gear. Down the path. I grab my gear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly how my handle is. Fine. Darvin, as you walk away, Colonel Favorite is just staring at you, and you can see him his eyes. Just, if anything bad happens to me, you did this. <sighs> but he's now alone with Vale. Lilia Vale. Before I do anything, knowing I have this connection with Cashmerol, mm-hmm. I'm going to just kind of think to him, you've become a very large part of this group, but you also know the power I wield. I like having you as an ally. I think we could be very successful together. And then I go about what I'm going to do. I'm going to shift into the colonel, right in front of him, so we can see that happen. Okay. He is a little spooked, but he's also feeling the effects of the poison... And he's trying to wrap his head around it, and he hasn't put it all together just yet. And then I'm going to kill him. Make an attack roll. He's not out of it. He's not bound. He's on his knees. Okay. Uh, no advantage here. 20. Roll your damage. Well, without any advantage, it's a d8. Okay. 8 damage. And you stab into his chest, and he begins to push himself up. He's still poisoned. Yeah, I'm going to leave that poison there. And he's going to look himself right in the eye now. What do you think you're doing? No one's going to believe someone who acts like you is me. Be surprised what people will believe when you look like the person. What do you want to do, Vale? I'm going to attack him again. Okay. Oh, that's going to miss. He puts a hand on his sword, which is still in the ground. I can see that Darvin's the one with the honor here. Tell me what my death will serve that leaving me alive won't. Uniting the town? 
And do you think I'm dividing it? You think it's just my voice? Oh, see, but when your voice joins with Arnus's, it doesn't matter anymore. Roll your attack again. It's 15 again. He pulls his sword out of the ground. You might think I'm afraid of you, but I'm not. I worry about my soldiers, about those under me. I don't care what you do to me. It's them that I'm worried about. But if you think I'm going to let you take my face and hurt them, you've got another thing coming. He's going to swing his sword at you. Did I gain health from that mind meld? Oh, oh, oh. You're still connected. Aranus gained health because he was unconscious and at zero. Got it. But now, Colonel Faybrook swings and hits you. Because I know your AC is 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he swings his sword, cuts you across the chest, and you feel pain as your chest opens up and blood starts to come out. And then it just closes back up. And in your head, you hear Kashmiral cry out in pain. Darvin, did you go join back up with the rest of everybody? By the pass? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I went with them. You see Kashmiral clutch his chest and reach into his armor and pull out his hand, just blood dripping down. He's super confused right now. The hell? And he looks around just like, what's going on? Vale, mm-hmm. Colonel Faybrook is super confused at this point. I don't know if you're some kind of demon or what. What do you do? I'm going to use my action to disengage from him, my bonus action to hide in the forest. Because I can't face him toe-to-toe, I'll never survive. I mean, is your intent here to finish him off? My intent is to finish him off, yeah. I okay. thought he was closer to dead than he was, and I can't seem to hit him, so I need advantage. Hmm. Colonel Faybrook takes a step back. Very much confused about whatever happened to you. Your wound healing right back up. And you rush off into the shadows. Go ahead and make a stealth check. 11. Is that your plan? To run? Well, if you're done here, then so am I. Turns around. Gets ready to head the other way. I shoot him in the back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Go ahead and take your shot. I miss. And you fire a bolt and just... Plinks off the back of his armor as he continues to walk out into the forest. I'm following him. I'm trying to hide. I'm going to do the same thing Vale would do, and I'm not giving up. All right. Roll your stealth. 25. You're able to move silently without his notice. And on my next opportunity, I intend to shoot him with my crossbow again. It's your opportunity right now. 16. Plink. I stealth again. Tink, tink. Well, before you stealth again. Oh, no. Does he have energy to run? Mm. Two can play this game. You see him dip behind a tree as he attempts to stealth. He's not as good as you. Just so you know. But he is not interested in having this fight right now. Fuck. What's your passive perception? Ten. Oh, you can make a perception check to see if you saw where he went. All right, crit. <laughs> Although he did move behind a tree towards a bush... You've been moving silently enough that you're able to keep up some pace and spot him. What do you do? I'm going to try and shoot him again. 21. That's going to hit. 14. And he screams in pain. Anything else you're doing? Well, if I haven't used my cunning action this turn, then I would hide again. I suggest you hide again. It's a 12. Okay. You shoot him in the shoulder, and he gets up. And he can certainly see the motion in the shrubs from where you're hiding. I was content to leave this be. But if you're not done, neither am I. And he just starts charging at your direction. Bring it. Okay. His first swing is wild. Favor takes another slice at you. And makes contact. And he brings his blade down on your shoulder... Pulling it across your skin. You would take 13 damage, but it heals up. And Darvin and Aranus, you see Kashmiral drop his hammer and clutch his shoulder as he screams out in pain. And Vale, you can definitely hear Kaj in your head asking what the hell is going on. 
You might want to. I'm confused by this, but my instinct is to try to heal him. Go with that. Is that going to do something weird? Go ahead and heal him then. Okay. I'm, I'm, I use cure wounds. All right. Um, How much is that? What level? I have a level three. Okay. I'm kind of confused too, because I don't know what you did, but... 15. Okay. Total. Taj has a sense of relief. And Vale, you can feel it in your head. Kaj is feeling better. He's still very confused as to what the hell is going on. I didn't sign up for this. I don't think. Did I? Shit. Um, sort of. I think you did. <laughs> Alright, Bill, what do you do? I, I guess I call for Cash to join the fight. Okay, so the fight's going to continue on. Yeah, the fight's okay. continuing. This fucker's going to die or I'm going to die. One of us is going down. Darvin and Arnis, you see Cash just bolt into the brush. Into the darkness. Stop. Okay. What are you doing in the meantime, Vale? I'm going to attack him. Okay. Duh, that's an 18 on die. Oh, yeah, that's going to hit. Assuming I don't have sneak attack right now. No, Cash is not there yet. Eight. And then instead of disengaging, I, I guess I attack him with my dagger. Okay. Oh, it's a crit fail. Awesome. He sees your hand coming around with the dagger and just throws his arm up to stop your hand. And he's going to swing at you back. That's uh, going to hit. I'll have whatever that is. Oh, that is very generous of you to cash. Well, I haven't... You've been doing the damage before I... Can oh, okay. Do I don't know so. if you ever want to do that. That's fine. So that's 11. You are taking your... Was it uncanny dodge? Uh, uncanny, Un- uncanny dodge. Yeah. Uncanny dodge. And so you feel his blade slice across your shoulder and quickly close back up as Cash takes five more damage and there's a, a grunting scream growing closer to you. Faybrook is going to try again. And roll a one. Yay. He's so confused about why you don't bleed right now. He sees the wounds and then he sees them immediately close up. He just can't get a sword on you. What do you do? Cash is almost here. He's had to run through again. the woods. Alright. It's a 13. That's not going to hit. And with my dagger, it's a 22. That's going to hit. Maximum of 8 damage. 8 damage, though. 8 damage, though. That ain't nothing. You slide that in between the plates of his armor on his arm, and he's not looking great. He takes a swing at you. Uh, and he's going to miss, because that's a 6 on the die. Try again. And again. Colonel Faybrook's tired. He's... Not in his prime anymore. Oh, sleepy finger. <laughs> he's taken... <laughs> no. He's taken a lot of blows tonight. He's been poisoned. He's been stabbed. He's been shot. He's been insulted. Things just aren't going his way. It's at this point that Kajmaral bursts onto the scene, looking to you for answers. I think directly to him. Kill this fucker. <laughs> Except the last part in some sort of elven curse. Because it's more flowery. <laughs> he does not understand. Arnus rubbing off on me. I'm like, is that something Vale would consider? That sounds like something Arnus would do. I think Vale's learned enough curse words in other languages that they just kind of permeate. You know Elvish anyways. I know. I think that means you know the swears, too. I hope so. That's the most interesting part. Depends on where you learn it. In school, they probably don't teach the swears, like in Spanish. <laughs> Cash rushes in, being given the kill order... Cox's hammer, and there is an audible pulse of magic as he takes a swing at Colonel Faybrook. Oh and Colonel Faybrook hears the heavy steps of Kashmiral coming, brings his sword up, hilt in one hand, blade in the other, trying to use it as a shield. Kashmiral's hammer hits right in the middle of the blade, and there's a pulse of energy, sending his sword flying. And Colonel Faybrook launches back into a tree, and he hits it with a hard crack. And he slumps down. Just so much is broken right now. The hammer didn't get through his armor. The pulse of that energy did, and he's just got a trickle of blood coming from his mouth and his ears and his nose. And he can't get up. I finish him off. You approach Colonel Faybrook. He looks you square in the eye as you get your blade ready to finish him off. Uh, what are his last words going to be? Got it. 
What weapon are you going to kill him with? The hidden blade. He sees you approaching with that, and as you get close to him to finish him off, says, You can kill me, but you'll never kill the loyalty that I stand for and the cause that I believe in. How do you do it? And it just slips throat. And you drag your blade across his throat, his eyes dim, his armor's washed red. Colonel Faybrook is no more. That's true. Cash gives you a hefty pat on the back. Uh, and now I'm getting used to telepathic communication. I tell Cash to hold up for a second, and I proceed to take off my gear, put it into my bag, hand it to Cash, put on the Colonel's gear, and I tell him to smash his head so no one can identify him. Because I can't do it with brute force, but I'm pretty sure one whack of that hammer and Cash can make him into putty. Yes, he can. Favorite mush. What I will tell you, if you are wearing his armor and his weapon, you're going to be at disadvantage for anything physical. Oh, no, I'm, Cash is carrying me in. I'm going to have him tie me up and carry me in as a prisoner. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I'll just let you, like, I know, stealth, I can't walk, strength I, check, no, acrobat, I'm, anything. I'm, I'm as a prisoner. They know the plan. Because you don't have the strength to wear heavy yeah, armor. I'm fully aware okay. of this. Cool. Didn't want you to think that you were going to have no, favor of No, I can't do anything in any of that. Yeah. That's fine. I don't need his weapon. I just need to be in his armor. So Cash helps you peel the armor off of Colonel Faybrook, wipe it down, clean it up some of the blood, helps you put it back on, takes a look at Colonel Faybrook's sword. It's a good sword. Puts it in his belt. Oh, good. I should take it. <laughs> He's a mercenary. And you watch... Yeah, I watch. I can't not watch. It's my command. I'm not going to step away from it. And Cash makes Colonel Faybrook unidentifiable as the two of you head back to rejoin your party. Darvin and Vale, you see Cash Brawl return with a bound tag? No. Wait, you mean Darvin and me? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Darvin and Arnis, <laughs> you see Cash Brawl return with a bound Colonel Faybrook. What do you do? Are you going to ask where's Vale? Uh, I'm trying to think. I think Darvin uh, knows where Vale yeah, is, okay, but he's okay. trying not to know it too loudly. I, I was trying to figure out, yeah, well, because obviously, you know where Vale is. Vail's you can hear the confusion of Munslow and Ingrid in your but, head. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out how to like say all the things I want to say, including asking that question. Okay. Well, Cash, it appears you did what I could not. Where's Vale? And I think to Cash, I tell Cash to tell them that Vale has gone off to search for the remnants of the traitors. Okay. Vale, uh, don't you worry about Vale. They're off in the woods hunting the rest of them down. Yeah, that sounds like something. I got the Colonel. It's all that matters, right? Yeah. He yanks on Colonel Faybrook's arm a little toughly. (laughs) He's really selling it. (laughs) Gives you a... Way to sell it, Cash. (laughs) Gives Colonel Faybrook a knock in the back of the head... Just enough to show, like, yeah, screw this guy. Bam. And he can feel it in the back of his head, too. You see him wince a little bit after he punches Colonel Faybrook in the back of the head. Ah. Oh, it's been a long night. Sorry, I need to rephrase that. You see him reach back behind Moral's head. The cash head did not feel that pain. Moral did. Ah. The, as you're facing him, the right-hand head. So his left, your right. That's Moral. As is the other one. Because you say them in order. Yes. I went left to right, Cashmoral. So, Cashmoral says, yeah, yeah, I got the colonel. Let's go lock him up. Make sure you lock me up in a private cell. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, any, oh, do we have any We got any private cells? Wouldn't want him mixing around with the riffraff. Yeah. All right. We can make that cool. happen. So, Darwin and Arnis, believing that Vale is still out somewhere hunting down guards... You don't have any reason not to believe Cash. This is Colonel Faber. Except that they both knew I had a plan to replace him, so... But we haven't shared that it's gotten through. Until you tell them, I want to let this dramatic irony fly. Because <laughs> it's fun. Besides, they need to lock you up, and everybody needs to believe that that's the right thing. Yep. And you all return back to the Royal House, where Cashmoral locks up the retired Colonel Faybrook. Private cell. And everybody heads to bed sharing some of the weirdest dreams you've had <laughs> as two heads man you're dreaming with three uh, as Darwin you and Ingrid mentally shared your sleep together 
share a subconscious and it's weird. <laughs> Arnis, you and Munslow, as you sleep, you just feel a sense of bitterness about the world. And Vale, there's a trio of thoughts in your head all night long, and nothing ever fully forms shape. Everything is constantly blending into one another, and none of the two, three of you have a good night's sleep. But you all do retire to the royal house, and despite whatever challenges you overcame today, there's no telling what's in store tomorrow. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close, but the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland spelled B L O K L A N D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibber music. Dibber spelled D I B U R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at dunkdesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Life's a game. The world's a stage. And we are all merely role players. Join members of Blackshaw Theatre Company as they try on all the many roles there are to play. You are Blackshaw Theatre. Nobody else knows. You're also investigators of inexplicable happenings. <laughs> Deputies of federal law enforcement. Master thieves and con artists. Hooray! <laughs> Merely role players, where theatrical people play role-playing games. New episodes every week, new stories and new genres every season. Just search for Merely Role Players wherever you find podcasts.